Greetings and aloha. Welcome to another edition of the Life Mastery Podcast Show. This is another solo cast from Ronnie Landis. It's been a while since I've shown up and done a solo cast for the podcast. In fact, it's been quite a while since we've done consistent shows. So much has been happening in my my life, my lived experience of life, my personal life. This last year has been extraordinarily and at times excruciatingly real, full, um, just so full on in ways that I can't easily describe. And it would require at least a two-hour podcast just to go through the dimensions of it. Maybe at some point I will take some time to do that. Just to recap on the year of 2022, we did a little bit about that in the last episode with um, Ryan McKenna on the astrological energetic forecast, integrating 2022, moving into 2023. I didn't really go into any details in my personal life, but just kind of giving the gist of uh, the collective forecast of everything that we as a collective population and many of us in our individual lives had gone through to integrate into moving into 2023. And I'll say that moving into this new year, I feel a profound, significant, and extremely powerful momentum of energy, upliftment, inspiration, and a sense of purpose and mission that I've always had, but it feels more grounded, it feels more real, and it feels more sustainable. One of the reasons that I took so much time away from the podcast was because my personal life got so full and there were so many things going on, a lot of highs, a lot of lows, a lot of details in between. I just simply couldn't keep up. It was just, it was too many fluctuations. I just could not keep up. There was a lot of stress. There was some success. There was relationship dynamics that were being navigated. And my personal life just took a precedence over my professional life. And so as I've cleared the debris of all that and done the cleanup work psychologically, psychically, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, I've integrated a great deal. I've healed quite a lot and I've re-empowered myself. I have strengthened myself and I've doubled down on my focus for what I'm here to do in this world, moving forward into this year, creating the foundation and the structure for everything that it is that I am committed to doing, both for myself and also for all of you. Uh, My audience of everyone that follows me, that has followed me, maybe you're new to my work, you're new to my message. And if so, this is perfect timing because so so much has been integrating and so much has gotten really clear for me as far as what I'm most committed to moving forward. We'll get into that, and there will be a series of podcasts that will explore that further. This podcast is going to be a bit of an intro into one of the biggest bodies of work that I'm going to be bringing forth, which is nervous system repair and healing. I have always been very passionate about neurological health, cognitive performance, um, neurochemistry, 
dopamine, serotonin, GABA, choline, the neurochemicals that we call neurotransmitters, hormone health, how to heal and repair the physical nervous system, and how to get the most out of the operating system of the human body, which of course we call the autonomic nervous system. This has always been a deep fascination for me as a holistic health practitioner because I've always known that when it comes to health and it comes to the performance of the body, it comes to brain health and it comes to regulating our stress response, our fight, flight or freeze reaction response. And when it comes to managing, um, how should I say, when it comes to managing just all the experiences that we go through as human beings and physical bodies, it really does come down to regulating the nervous system. Now, in the holistic health world, we hear a lot about this. There's a lot of talk around subjects such as trauma, um, addiction as well. Dopamine has become a very big topic uh, in regulating the nervous system. Breath work, meditation, um, ice, cold plunging, you know, cold water, uh, ice, uh, da, 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 ice plunging, ice cold water plunging, and cold showers, and thermo, um, <laughs> why am I slipping over my words right now? Um, thermogenic regulation training, so hot cold training, the, um, doing hot saunas, infrared saunas, and then doing cold exposure, um, cold showers, or ice baths, these kind of things. So biohacking, in other words, the biohacking movement has um, took is really really become such a big thing, and these are things that we talk about. And so nervous system regulation is become such a big and important conversation in the zeitgeist of the holistic and transformational industry, if you will. I've been practicing this for almost 15 years. Um, I've really been practicing nervous system regulation for over 20 years before I really knew what that was. As an athlete, as a martial artist, as a competitive athlete, doing things like meditation and visualization, sleep recovery protocols, um, different forms of exercise training, rehabilitation training, breath work, um, these kind of things. I, I've been in that world before I knew what nervous system regulation was. Now, in the work that I do with clients, what I guide my students through, and what I speak about in my work, different podcasts, social media, I talk a lot about how to regulate our mental state, how to regulate our emotional state, and all that comes down to learning how to regulate the autonomic nervous system. So this could be potentially a very long and very detailed scientific discourse into what, what all that means. Ultimately, what I want to do in this episode is just give a little bit of a some of the brush strokes. I want to give some practical tips and suggestions. I want to give some reminders for all of you because we're all human beings that go through our day and each day we are contending with various forms of stress. There are positive forms of stress called eustress. That's E-U-S-T-R-E-S, eustress. And then there's the negative form of stress, which is distress. Not all stress is negative. Not all stress is positive. It's very important to understand the distinction between the two. Distress is a form of like crippling, stressful, 
situations that can manifest in the body. We might call that systemic inflammation. Uh, we might call that a migraine or a headache or sore, swollen, or achy joints. Uh, we might call that an immune system a collapse of some sort, a viral or bacterial or fungal infection, a stomach ache, a hormone imbalance, um, a microbiome, gut dysbiosis, wh whatever it is in the physical body, that's a form of distress. And then there's also psychological and emotional distress. And I'm sure that we've all experienced that if you're not currently experiencing some form of that right now. Those are all, those are all negative forms of distress that we call dis-ease when the mind and the body are out of ease. So distress is the end result of too much stress on the system without enough rest, recovery, restoration, and repair. Eustress is kind of like an anabolic form of stress. Anabolic meaning growth, recovery, repair, regeneration. Typically, when we have good sleep quality, deep REM sleep, rapid eye movement sleep is what that stands for. When we have deep REM sleep, then our body is recovering, it's repairing, and it's restoring itself, and we anabolically grow, and we develop, and we heal. And this typically is, for example, what's, what's eustress? What exactly is that? It's the type of stress that is placed upon us voluntarily that causes us to grow, to develop, to learn new skills. It's where the brain can develop something called neurogenesis, the generation, the new development of brain cells, brain neurons, that's neurogenesis, or neuroplasticity, for example. These are all things that we'll dive deeper into in future episodes. So we want to understand the distinction between these two things, and we'll have to do another episode just to go deeper into that. I just want to kind of hit the, hit the brushstrokes, the cliff notes, give you guys a few different ideas, some insights, some things that might, might strike some aha moments that maybe you want to go deeper into your research around. So that's really important. Now, in order to balance the scales between distress and eustress, you have to be able to get into the autonomic nervous system. You have to be able to access the operating system of the brain and the body. And in order to do that, you have to, you have to regulate your emotional responses. So for example, if you feel intolerant or impatient or oversensitive or you just are impatient, yeah, did I say that? Impatient or, um, you know, that, that kind of thing. Then that's an indication, that's a symptom that your nervous system has become over dysregulated. Dysregulated meaning out of balance, out of harmony, out of homeostasis, which is just a technical term to say out of balance. And in order to regulate the nervous system, we have to learn how to regulate our breathing cycles. So this is where the movement of breath work has become so big in the last, I'd say five years, primarily five to seven years, I've really seen it take off. In the last couple years, the breath work movement in teaching different breath work modalities has been extremely popular and for good reason because one of the most important skills, if not the most important skill for all human beings and physical bodies, 
is to be able to moderate your breathing cycles, to be able to regulate your breathing cycles, especially in the presence of stress. When there's high intensity of energy, of emotion, of thoughts, you start to feel anxious, you start to feel overstimulated, you feel overwhelmed. A lot of times people breathe shallowly, shallowly, right? That's the word, shallowly. They breathe shallow, and they can, they can even do micro versions of hyperventilating if they become too stressed and they become too unstable and they don't know how to manage their stress, they don't know how to handle it. Ultimately, this can be solved by proper breathing techniques and practicing different modalities of breath work. You don't need to really go into all the different variations of breath work, simply starting with nasal breathing, breathing in through the nose, and then breathing up to the peak and slowly breathing out through the mouth in a controlled manner, kind of like you're breathing out through a straw. So breathing in through the nose, hold it, and slowly breathe out through the mouth like you're breathing through a straw. Just like that. Very simple, very easy. It's easy to do, and it's also easy not to do. And I've come to discover that some of the things that are easiest to do are also the things that are easiest not to do. And that is something that we want to be very mindful of, my friends, is the things that are easy to do are also the things that are easy not to do. And sometimes the simplest and easiest things that we overlook are also the most powerful and impactful things that can have the biggest impact on all areas of our life, particularly our health and our well-being. So I want to make that point. If you're looking to learn more about regulating your nervous system and bringing what's called the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic system into balance and harmony, then you have to learn how to regulate your breathing cycles. Now, doing this, what I just explained to you, nasal breathing in through the nose, do it for about four to five seconds hold it the peak for four or five seconds, then slowly breathe out through the mouth for four or five seconds. That's called box breathing. If you do that for 10 cycles, kind of like you're doing 10 reps, like um, weight, you know, barbell curls or something, you're doing that for 10 reps and you practice that three times a day. When you wake up in the morning, you take a break from your work sometime in the afternoon and then you do that in the evening time. If you only do that three times, what ends up happening is you develop something called nerve force. The great health pioneer, Paul Bragg, he talked about this idea of nerve force. And he talked about it in the respect of doing cold water plunging. That's where you submerge your body in a cold body of water. That can be in a cold water plunge. That can be in a cold shower. That can be in a cold river. And when you do that, you develop a resiliency within your nervous system so over time you're actually not as affected by external stressors. The reason why we become oversensitive and we become so, um, we become so, yeah, sensitive is a good word, and we become overwhelmed and unstable and overstimulated quite honestly and we're not able to deal with external stimulation or external stressors 
is because our nervous system has become frayed and it has become weak and, and, and feeble and the armor has, has kind of dropped and it's diminished. And so we have to develop nerve force so our nervous system becomes more resilient and it becomes more adaptable and it's not susceptible to external or even internal stressors that will manifest themselves through the course of our, our day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, year-to-year lived experience. We have to develop more nerve force, and that's the magic of doing breath work three times a day. It's not just for that moment. Yes, you will relieve stress. Yes, you will regulate your emotional state in that moment. Yes, you will have better um, a better attitude. You will feel more optimistic. You'll feel more calm and clear. And you will develop more of a resiliency as you build up the practice. It kind of builds up like compounding interest like your money in the bank. (laughs) That might not be the best example, but uh, theoretically, you develop compounding interest, right? (laughs) And that's what you're doing in your nervous system. That's what you're doing in your emotional system. That's what you're doing in your psychological system as you do this over and over. As you do 25 push-ups, doing 25 push-ups once in a while, not going to make a difference. Doing 25 push-ups every day will start to make a little bit of a difference. Doing 25 push-ups four times a day every day will make a monumental difference in five to seven days. You see what I'm saying? You build up compounding interest through the repetition and consistency of the exercise and these are things that are so simple again that they're so easy not to do we don't need to overcomplicate things we need to start with the basics and we need to start with where we are in the moment and what we have access to so there is so much more that i could talk about on all these subjects and i plan to I think I'm going to cut it off here. This is a good introduction for a lot of the body of work that I want to bear out, particularly in these solo cast episodes. So much of what I'm leaning into is really about how to heal and repair the nervous system. Um, Obviously, I do a lot of work in addiction recovery. If you want to get my book, The Addiction-Free Lifestyle, go to theaddictionfreelifestyle.com. That's an incredible book. If you know who Richard Rudd, who's the author of The Gene Keys, he wrote the foreword for the book. Incredibly beautiful foreword. Deeply grateful for my relationship with him. And a lot of other amazing people wrote endorsements for it. Aside from that, it is an incredible book that goes deep into every single thing you'll ever want to know about addiction. And it also goes into, it goes into a lot about trauma. It goes a lot into dopamine and how the dopamine system works. It goes into how to heal the addicted brain, how to heal the addicted mind. They're two separate things that work on the same system. And it's really a spiritual manual for transformation. And I'm just coming at it from kind of the addiction conversation. But so much of that book talks about how to heal the nervous system in the brain. Because so much of addiction actually is about healing the nervous system in the brain and regulating the autonomic um, stress response. Uh, So again, if you want that book, go to theaddictionfreelifestyle.com. Highly recommend it. Would love to know what you think about it. 
and there's so much else I can share, but I'm going to leave it at that for now. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Life Mastery podcast and this solo cast, and I look forward to speaking to you in our future episodes. Have a beautiful rest of your day.